Hello and welcome into this episode of the Post Game Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. In today's episode, we got some news and we're also doing our top 24 quarterback rankings. It's a little bit of a longer one, but if you guys can, stick through it. And also, if you can, drop a follow, uh, set notifications, all that good stuff. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. I've got my friend Dylan Ort with me today, so let's get right into it. Hello and welcome back into the Post Game Podcast. Today we have our second host, Dylan Ort, um, a good friend. Say what's up. Yo. Oh, there we go. All right. Well, today, <laughs> uh, you know, today today we're going to be going over some news and then also we're going to do our top 24 quarterback rankings. Um, they're they're going to be kind of fun. We got some uh, some some probably different takes that people may not be used to, but it's all good. Um, but yeah, to start it off, we're going to talk about some news. Um, I know last week I talked a lot about the Carson Wentz trade, um, but I am curious on your thoughts, Dylan, on, you know, just how, how you think that the Eagles are going to do, how the Colts are going to do, if they got enough for it, all that. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, I th- it, it was a good trade. I think it was good for both the Colts and Carson Wentz. Uh, obviously, Carson Wentz wanted out of Philadelphia, and yeah. the Colts needed a quarterback. So, I mean, obviously, that's pretty obvious. Yeah. Um, but uh, for Philadelphia, I think they're either going to be like, uh, if Carson Wentz does good, they're going to be like, oh, crap, we just, like, we could have gotten way more for him. Yeah. Or they're just going to be like, He's not doing that great. We, that was kind of a win for us, in a way. Um, I think for the Colts, um, I think I think he'll be good. I, I, I honestly think that. I think a new environment is always, you know, can either be a good or bad thing. It's kind of what you make it. Um, I think Wentz has a I – think, I think he'll be good for the Colts. I think the Colts need to maybe pick up a receiver yeah. or two more because um, – Obviously, T.Y. Hilton's, I mean, he's good, but he's he's getting up there in age. I think he's going to be 30 or 31 this year or mm-hmm. something like that. Um, and obviously, like, Michael Pittman is 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 decent as well. And, and Pascal, Pascal, whatever you want to call him, um, he's yeah. he's decent too. But I think they need one more guy. Um, I don't know. I don't know if you probably know better than me. I don't know if they have the money for that, but they probably do. I don't know. Um, okay. But a ton of money. I like I, I, I like the Colts. I think they're I think they're gonna be I think they're super underrated. Um they got some dudes on defense. Yeah. Um probably need to improve oh their gosh. secondary a bit, but I like the Colts. And then the, I think for the Eagles for the Eagles it'll be interesting because I I just don't know how Jalen Hurts is gonna do. Um he's de- he's he's decent, yeah. but it, like I don't know, man. I, I wasn't really like I don't know. I, I I don't know. I don't know how the how the Eagles are gonna do. It. I think they're it, it they don't have any receivers. But he wasn't to um, the point where you're like, dang, he was terrible. Like that. That's how I looked at him. I was like, you know, he's not. Yeah, he was just very he wasn't very average. Bad, but he wasn't good. He was just kind of like in that okay territory where, you're like, eh. yeah. 
Yeah. So the the one thing that I really hadn't realized about the Colts is um so T. Y. Hilton is an unrestricted yeah, so free agent. I, yeah. Um and then Zach Pascal I think is a restricted free agent and then Trey Burton is unrestricted free agent as well and then Mo Alley Cox um is an is a restricted free agent. So they have a lot of their weapons are going to be free agents this year, which is interesting. But um, I do think like one dark horse for them to go after is Marvin Jones. I think that would be a solid pick for them because it, it like let's say they they like Michael Pittman. If they want Michael Pittman to be mm. their guy, then I think taking or getting Marvin Jones Jr. and bringing him in as the number two guy, I think that'd be smart. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I don't know if Michael Pittman, like, do you think Michael Pittman will be a, could be a number one guy? No, I don't. But I don't know if the Colts think that. The Colts might. Um, but then again, they didn't really give him the opportunities to be a number one this past year. So I feel like they're probably on the same page as everybody else of like, he'd be a good number two guy. But then also it's like, okay, at their pick at what, 19, 20, something like that. I don't think that they're going to be able to trade up or be able to draft a guy that's going to be a number one wide out this year. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I mean, I but that receiver class is pretty stacked. Yeah. So there might be, you know, one of those like late round flyer guys. I know there's one guy, I think his name is like Des Fitzpatrick or something like that from Louisville. Um, I've seen some stuff on him. He's super underrated. And um, he looks like he's going to be ridiculous. But, I mean, he played at Louisville. Didn't really have a phenomenal quarterback this past year. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, I think, I don't know. I think whenever it comes to the Colts side of it, I think this is probably the biggest win-win you can get because it's like, okay, Really, all you could do, you were you were not going to be able to trade for Deshaun Watson. There was no way. Because your picks aren't valuable enough for the Texans to really want to do that. And then there's a whole thing with Russell Wilson that we'll get into, but Russell Wilson doesn't want to go to your team, so there's no point. Um, so it's like, okay, either you can try to draft somebody, which at first I thought maybe Mac Jones, but with all the hype on Mac Jones right now, apparently he... People are thinking he's going to go in, like, the top 15, which would be crazy. Um, so it's like, do you really want to try to bet on a rookie quarterback with Mac Jones, who some people are like, well, he's only good because of his receivers, or do you just want to take a flyer on Carson Wentz, pair him back up um, with their head coach who, you know, let him as the offensive coordinator to be, you know, the best version of himself? And just see what happens, and all you had to do is trade a third this year and a second next year. So it's like, well, <laughs> I think for me, I, I would 100% rather just try to go with Carson Wentz and see what happens. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I think I think Wentz will be. I think he'll be good. I think he'll have a good year. Yeah. Um, new environment. The Colts are obviously better than the Eagles, in my opinion. Yes. <laughs> um, I think I think it'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so real quick, 
uh, I just want to bring this up. So something that kind of blew my mind, I was listening to the show Get Up. They have like a podcast version, so I was listening to it at work. And uh, Lewis Riddick said something that um, I was all kinds of confused about. <laughs> um, he basically said Carson Wentz was on a power trip whenever he was in Philadelphia, which basically just means he was um, he thought he was too good to be on the level of anybody else in Philadelphia, and that's the reason why he didn't succeed um, in Philadelphia, which I think is absolutely ridiculous. Um, and Dylan, you and I were talking about it, but it was like, you know, he came off of his ACL injury, and then the next year he had an okay year, and then and then in the offseason they drafted a quarterback in the second round. So it's like, okay, you come back from a really gruesome injury that's really hard to come back from. And you have an okay year, so then you're hearing a lot of scrutiny and criticism of like, oh, he's washed, he's not the same Carson Wentz. And then in that offseason, you take a quarterback in the second round that was in the Heisman finalist, like top three or five, whatever it was, and is a big name. So it's like, okay, slowly but surely, you are losing confidence in yourself, and so is the team in you. So then it's like, okay, I don't think Carson Wentz ever had a power trip, but what I think that he did have was that he – was I think he probably got to the place where he just didn't believe in himself, and that's why he played so poorly this past year was because not only did he not believe in himself, but his team didn't believe in him, and whenever he got benched, the rest of his team was happy about it. So it was like, no, I don't think Carson Wentz was ever on a power trip. I just think that he he didn't believe in himself, and he didn't have someone that believed in him. So I just was like, Lewis, I don't know what you're getting at right now dude but i don't i don't understand yeah <laughs> i mean yeah I, you, I i think we both agree on this i think it was a, just a poor environment for carson once and also here's here's my take yeah. on t on tv guys like lewis riddick and you have guys like you know skip bayless and max kellerman all those guys that just like mm-hmm. you know some sometimes they just say things for views um for example yeah. one of the worst this is hilarious one of the worst takes i've ever heard and this went, I'm pretty sure this went viral, but this, it was when the Warriors were in the NBA Finals, and mm-hmm. this was on first take with Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman, and yes. and um, Molly asked a question of, okay, it's game seven, final seconds, you have the ball, you're down, you're down two, who, do, who would you have taken the last shot, Steph Curry or Andre Iguodala? And Max Kellerman said Andre Iguodala. And I just sat back. I'm like, are you absolutely insane? You have the best three-point shooter in M- probably in NBA history on your team, and you choose Andre Iguagala, who's like just 30-something years old, old hag. Just, I'm like, oh my gosh, Max Kellerman. So I'm like, okay, he's obviously saying this to get views. I'm like, there's no possible sane person that would no. take Iguagala over Curry at all. No. Never. It just, oh my god! And so you have you have guys like that, and I think I don't think obviously this take wasn't as crazy as that take, but I think yeah. you know, to, in order for these sports shows to happen, you kind of have to disagree with people. Yeah, for like on purpose, and I feel like that was yeah one of those things. I don't, I, I don't think it was a power power trip. And if you know Carson Wentz, you know he's a strong like you know he's a good he's a man of faith, which is cool. And like yeah. you know, I, I just can't. I've watched interviews with him and stuff like that. I just can't. He's not the type of guy that would. He's not cocky. No. He's. He came from. I, I just. I think this is North Dakota State. Why would you be cocky? Like, 
Yeah. It's like you play D1 yeah. and then you're drafted in the first round. It's like, I don't think there was ever a power trip. I think he was more or less like, wow, this is super cool. And now nobody believes in me. So it's like, oh, that's not very cool. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, if uh, I think it's a total opposite. I think his confidence was at an all-time low. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think he was over his head. I think he was completely just his confidence was killed. Like you said, like he he had an ACL injury. They drafted a quarterback in the second round in Jalen Hurts. Like, yeah, as as a as a quarterback, your confidence is going to be so low. Yeah, with all that going on, so it's like definitely. I don't I don't think he was in over his head at all. I think he was just. There was just, it was an unfortunate environment for him. Yeah. So speaking of a quarterback who uh, seems like maybe his confidence is low and his coach isn't exactly doing things that he wants, uh, let's talk about Russell Wilson. Um, so for anybody who's listening, in case you did not know, Dylan is uh, both a Chargers fan and a Seahawks fan um, and uh, loves Russell Wilson. And I sent him – the stuff about Russell Wilson this week and everything he said was no I don't I don't like I don't like it I don't believe in it I think he's staying <laughs> but dude you have to speak things into existence <laughs> I know um but just some quick things on it so reports were that uh sometime in November he stormed out of a meeting after like the coaches and execs essentially told uh Russ that they didn't want his input on how to run the team uh, I guess Russell Wilson was trying to go in there and just tell him, like, hey, this is what I think would really help our team. And uh, basically everybody was like, yeah, shut up. We don't really care. And he stormed out, apparently made things up, like, or not made things up, but, like, they made up and they were okay. But, you know, still that happens in only November. And then he comes out and says stuff saying that the four team, the only four teams that he would be okay with being traded to, which the reason why he says that is he has a no trade clause. So if he gets, tr if the Seahawks try to trade him, he has to okay it. But the only four teams that he would want to be traded to are the Bears, the Saints, the Raiders, and the Cowboys. Um, I think the weirdest out of the four is the Bears. Um, I don't, I don't really, I don't get that one. But you know, okay. Um, but I mean, basically if he would get traded there, there was a, oh my gosh, there was a meme where it was like, uh, top five quarterbacks of all time or yeah, top five, uh, Chicago bears quarterbacks of all time. And it had Russell Wilson at number three. And it was like, just the thought of him coming to the bears is better than anybody else. <laughs> and I was like, that is amazing. But, uh, so with you being a uh, Seahawks fan, how do you feel about all this? Uh, <laughs> you know, um, no, I, 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 I'm going to try to be as unbiased as possible when it comes to this take. And I've, I, I think I am being a bit, uh, I, when I was texting, obviously I'm a Seahawks fan. I'm going to be biased. Obviously I do not want to leave. I don't want Russell Wilson leaving the Seahawks. Obviously, yeah. you know, he won a Super Bowl and like we almost won another Super Bowl, but let's not talk about that game. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, thank you. Um, but here, here's here's my take. I and this is as unbiased as possible. I do not think Russell Wilson is leaving Seattle. Um, I think, you know, obviously he's very frustrated and I don't blame him for being frustrated. I think. <laughs> You know, you're one of the top 
three quarterbacks in the league and your organization isn't going to listen to you on how to run run the offense, I think, I mean, come on. That's just, yeah. obviously you're going to get frustrated. Um, but I think here, here's here's one thing where I think he will stay. Um, first of all, Seattle, I, I, the, Seattle has said that they don't want to trade him, um, which makes sense. I mean, I wouldn't want to trade Russell Wilson either. Um, I, yeah, and so I think um, the thing that is going to keep Russell Wilson another year is they just hired a new offensive coordinator. Yeah. And Russell Wilson did have a say on who they were going to hire, and he was very he, – he wanted them to hire this guy. I don't know his name, but yeah, they wanted to hire this new guy. And, and and Russell Wilson was like, yeah, I, I like this guy. We can hire him. Yeah. Um, so that's why I think Russell Wilson be like, okay, I'll give it a year, see how this new offensive coordinator is. Yeah. And if he um, – you know, if it's great and he listens to what I have to say and they respect me for who I am, then I'm staying. If not, I think he's gone next year. I think they'll trade him. Yeah. Or I don't know if he's – a free agent or not anyways but has, uh, like after this year i think he might have one or two more years but i can't remember yeah so i think i, I that's why i think he'll stay um i think you just gotta like when you're russell wilson and you're top three quarterback in the league you kind of just have to give him what he wants yeah in a way yeah so get him an o-line get a like and here's the thing it's like People say that, like, oh, like, Russell Wilson's O-line is bad because he just runs around everywhere, and that's why he gets sacked all the time. Um, I would – I mean, obviously he does do that, but I, I think their O-line is bad. Oh, yeah. Not because he runs around and gets sacked all the time. I think his O-line is bad because they're bad. Yeah. And, like, they have a hard time running the football sometimes. I Like, last year they had a, did not have a good time running the football, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, um, they, that was probably not their best year. Yeah, and so, um, yeah, that's why I, I think it, it just, yeah, I, I think if, if things don't go well this year again, I think he's gone next year. Yeah. I just think with this new offensive coordinator and, you know, they, they're slowly, they're, they're giving Russell Wilson more say in, in how, to, how to run things. I think that's why he'll stay another year, but if that doesn't change, then I think he's gone next year. Yeah. So, yeah. And... So, one of the things that I had kind of brought up, and obviously did not make Dylan very happy, um, was, I was like, well, there is another quarterback who is uh, a free agent, technically, and will more than likely either be franchise tagged, or he will be signed and traded, or they'll just let him walk, it's one of the three, uh, Dak Prescott. And the thought that I had had was, you know... The Cowboys are on Russell Wilson's list. And so, like, let's say whenever – because my thought is, okay, with the other three teams that Russell Wilson said that he would want to go to, the Bears don't have a quarterback. The Saints, Drew Brees is probably going to retire. And, you know, if he does, then what? You have Jameis Winston, who's technically a free agent. And then with the Raiders, you have Derek Carr. Ew. So it's like, okay – I think the best out of those four options would be the Cowboys and be get the Cowboys to sign and trade Dak Prescott. And while yes, Dak Prescott is not as good as Russell Wilson, he's still a very capable and very good quarterback that is what, like eight years younger than Russell Wilson. So it's like, okay, if the Seahawks, I think if the Seahawks would be able to 
like do that, I think that would be their best bet because next year, like let's say, let's say the Cowboys decide to they just sign Dak to uh, like a longer term extension, and let's say next year they go ten and six, eleven and five. They're not going to want to trade Dak. They'll be totally fine with keeping Dak, and he'll be younger, and he'll be just getting into his prime years. And then with the Raiders, Derek Carr is just going to get worse, in my opinion. The Saints, they, I mean, they're probably going to have less of an option of a quarterback. And then the Bears, I don't even think anybody would want to touch Mitch Trubisky or Nick Foles with a 10-foot pole. So it's like, you know, by next year, I think the options would be so thin for them to get anything back and still be a decent team. So my thought was, you know, have the Seahawks trade with the Cowboys and it would be Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott. You probably have to, the Cowboys would probably have to trade like a first round pick. I would imagine, or maybe even two to get Russell Wilson. But with Dak Prescott being that much younger and still being a really solid quarterback, I was like, that's not, it's not the worst case scenario. It's not the best obviously, but I don't know. I, I don't know if it's, going to happen i think it'd be interesting though i mean this offseason is like on something it's freaking wild so far so i, <laughs> I don't know but yeah. i think that'd be, I, th- I think yeah. it'd be interesting i think it'd be cool though to see all that happen because it'd be like oh dang russell wilson in dallas and then dak prescott with the seahawks throwing to dk metcalf and tyler lockett that would make me want to vomit. I, dude, it would not make it would not make me want to vomit. I think that'd be pretty cool. I I think Dak is better yeah, than people uh, think. But no, I, mean, I, I don't I don't I don't disagree with you. I, I I do think Dak Prescott is is good. I just I I mean it's Russell Wilson. I mean yeah, he won us the Super that. Bowl. I mean yeah. he, he's he's good. He's he's a good quarterback. I love his mindset. He's a he's a gamer. I mean the dude okay. is a he's a he's an absolute baller and yeah. the thing is is like wilson wilson has told the seahawks that he does not want to be traded he 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 yeah. he doesn't he doesn't want out he wants to play in seattle and the seahawks have said the same thing back they want they told wilson that there's no potential deal in place and a trade is unlikely uh, so yeah that's why i think if and and with the whole new hiring of the offensive corner that's why i'm like okay there's like they they both want they both agree that they want like the Seahawks want Wilson, the Wilson Wilson wants to be on the Seahawks. Yeah, that's why I think if things and Wilson, the only thing is like Wilson's like okay if like things don't get better, like I like I want to be heard. That's pretty much what he's saying. Yeah. He wants to be heard. He wants to have a say in the offense, which I I agree with. I think you know if you're good as Russell Wilson, I think oh yeah he he knows himself better than anyone. Yeah. So if you want to be successful, you should probably listen to your franchise quarterback. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I, and, I think yeah. one of the only things that like makes me kind of like not iffy, but just like I don't know, curious, maybe even a little worried is like so with the Texans, you know, even though they're delusional for thinking that Deshaun Watson is going to play for them ever again, but they're like, yeah, we're not trading Deshaun Watson, and they haven't even like they haven't even picked up the phone to any trade offers. They haven't listened to anybody. And so it's like that, that is a team that is sold on the fact they're not trading a guy. Apparently whenever all this stuff came out, there were 10 plus teams that came out and called the Seahawks and they picked up every single one of the calls. 
like to listen to the trade offers. So it was like, for me, I was like, that part makes it a little bit interesting because I don't know when I heard that. And then he went, well, I still want to be with the Seahawks to me. I'm like, okay, you don't bring up the fact that you would only want to be traded to these four teams for no reason. To me, that's kind of weird because it'd be like, okay, why? <laughs> be like, I don't know. To me, I wouldn't bring any of that up unless there was a specific reason of like, yeah, that's the team that I would want to get traded to. And I don't know if I really want to be here. I'm frustrated. I haven't had a single offensive lineman drafted that's been even okay since like the second year that I came into the NFL. And then they just let the dude walk and then they traded the other guy to the Saints. So it was like, I don't know. It's just, it's an interesting thing that's happening with Russell Wilson. And I mean, if anything happens, it's like big. I mean, we, you and I can probably just like jump on real quick and have a quick podcast about it. Just like a rundown of it, but I don't think anything's going to happen this off season. I I think more than likely, I think it could happen next off season. It'd be really surprising if something did happen uh, soon, but I know there's a lot of stuff with like Deshaun Watson. He's probably going to get, um, so apparently from what some sources are saying is that the Texans really aren't listening to trade offers until closer to the draft. Um, and the reason why I think that is they're probably scouting all the quarterbacks right now in the draft and they're trying to decide like, okay, do we want to trade him to the jets and get the number two pick and have, you know, the number two quarterback in the draft? Or do we think that the, possible third ranked quarterback is just as good as the number two and we can get the Dolphins pick at number three and their other first round pick in this year's pretty stacked draft and so I'm like I don't know it it could be there could be a lot of shakeups I don't think anything Russell Wilson related is going to happen I think it'll just be more tension <laughs> probably <laughs> which kind of stinks but um yeah it is what it is I think like I think the reason he said, like, I, I think, and no, no matter what sport, like, if you have a quarterback that, or a, a player that expresses frustration, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, it is weird that he kind of listed those four teams because it's yeah. like, I think he's probably he's probably like, okay, if, if, if I stay in Seattle, it's probably a situation where it's like, if I stay in Seattle, like that's like i'm okay with that Mm -hmm. but if i were to get traded like if you guys were to consider a trade then these are the four teams that would be okay with going if you were to consider a trade if not it's fine if so these are the four teams that i would be like okay that's fine yeah you know so so yeah i I, yeah i think we both agree it's like i don't think it'll happen this year unless it's like some outrageously crazy trade proposal from a team yeah i mean obviously but, some team if some team like comes forward and is like all right we're gonna trade you like five first round picks and like this player and like all this and it'd be like hmm i might have to listen because what <laughs> yeah exactly. I, I don't i don't so, think there's gonna be that much of a trade market for him just because i think a lot of yeah. teams are like i don't really want to trade that much for him yeah yeah, exactly. So yeah, I think I think he'll stay, which is lovely. I don't like that. Hey, you're but pretty cool with that. So. 
Yeah, I'm very much scared with that. Um, so yeah, that's that's my take on All it. Right. Um, next piece of news, just real quick. Um, so Disney and the NFL came to an agreement this past week, um, where basically Monday Night Football is going to exclusively still be on ESPN for the next couple of years, and then ABC is now um, being thrown into the mix of hosting the Super Bowl on ABC. Um, so. Basically, what that means is the cap space is going to absolutely skyrocket um, the next few years. So a lot of people are thinking um, there's going to be a lot of one-year deals this offseason of players just deciding to um, not sign long-term deals so that they can get even more money the next year or the year after. Um, So there might be a lot of short-term one-year deals, which would be – uh, kind of interesting because there could be a lot of just you know super teams from like back whenever I don't know if you remember but whenever Michael Vick was the quarterback of the Eagles and they had Chip Kelly there and they tried to make this whole super team or whatever and it was seen as like this god squad of a team and it turned out to go like six and ten or seven and nine or something like that. Uh, yeah, I, I do remember that. That was pretty yeah. Funny. I I mean I hope that that doesn't happen again because that would suck but um so that could happen this offseason um and then the next thing i just uh i wanted to just talk about this real quick um so in case nobody knows who this is uh, his name is charles casserly he is an older gentleman uh with the nfl network and uh to say the least he has some of the most interesting takes i've ever heard or seen um so he did a mock draft uh for this upcoming year and uh he he had some interesting ones so just a couple that are really big to me was he had the panthers somehow trading in their division with the atlanta falcons trading up to number four to get a quarterback which atlanta also needs a quarterback because they're probably not gonna rock with matt ryan uh next year so this upcoming year, I think it's Matt Ryan's job, but I think the year after it is not Matt Ryan's job because I think it was like if they if they were to cut Matt Ryan at the end of this upcoming year, they would gain like twenty six million dollars in cap space. Uh, which is, yeah, goodbye Matt Ryan. Yeah, goodbye. <laughs> this is your last season. Have a swan song, and then go sign with like the Forty ers or retire, whichever one. Um. But yeah, so he had the Panthers trading inside the division with Atlanta, and Atlanta's just cool with them taking a quarterback at number four, which I think is stupid. Um, and then he had Najee Harris, who is a really solid running back. And I think he's, to me, he's the number one running back in this draft class. But he had him going at number eight to the Atlanta Falcons because they traded back to number eight, where the Panthers were originally going to pick. So he had them trading back and then getting a running back in the top 10 which uh in a lot of mock drafts there isn't a single running back in the entire first round but yet this guy thinks that Najee Harris should be at number eight interesting uh but it's like not even the Falcons don't even like I mean I I could see them drafting a running back in the later rounds but that's just a waste of a pick to draft Najee oh, yeah. Harris and the. There's also a you ton still have... of free agents too. Marlon Mack is going to be a free agent, which I think you could take a flyer on him. Hope for the best. Kenyon Drake is going to be a free yeah. agent. 
I, yeah. I just there were so many things wrong with it that it just blew my mind. I was like, what what is happening right now? Yeah, and th- that's usually most teams take a running back in the second or third or like if they need a running back. Yeah. Like you don't take a running back in the top ten unless they're like incredible. Oh, yeah. And I'm not saying and Najee Harris is he's good. He's a baller. Yeah. But I I personally the Falcons have more needs than oh, like yeah. they need to do more things with their team than just need a, a defense fix more than anything position. else. So Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, I, yeah exactly. I just, I'm like, okay, dude. So in surprisingly, that wasn't even the worst thing. Um he had Justin Fields falling all the way to number twenty four to the Steelers. Which stupid I mean stupid. to me I'm like, okay. So not only are you saying that he's gonna fall that far, you're also telling me that there are teams like the Washington football team, who's at, I think, pick 19. And they're just going, nah, we don't need a quarterback. We're rocking with Taylor Heineke. Okay, interesting. Uh, which, you know, maybe he's good. I don't know. I don't think that he's going to be. It's definitely a possibility they could stick with Heineke, but I, I just. I don't think that they will. He definitely has not improved himself enough to no, be their I mean, guy. He was literally in classes whenever they decide to sign him to their team. Like that that's what happened. He was in class taking a test and he got a phone call from them and they're like, Hey, we just need a dude on the roster. That's what happened. There's <laughs> no way that that dude I mean, listen, I could be completely wrong and I could be I could look like an idiot by this time next year. And maybe he's some sort of insane, undrafted, just crazy story that turns into the next Tom Brady somehow. But I don't see that happening. Um but, you know, it's like, okay, so you're going to rock with that guy. And then there's the Bears with the next pickup. Somehow they're not going to draft a quarterback, even though, dear Lord, they need somebody. Because I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I don't the, know what they're going to do. I think this is the last year of Matt Nagy. I think they're replacing him after this year. I don't know who they're going to hire, but I think they're done with him. Well, the thing with the Bears, the thing with the Bears is like they're not like their defense is really good in my opinion oh, yeah. i think they're a good defense they're but they're they just need a quarterback yeah. that's all they need. they need a quarterback and they just don't they or an offense they need an offense yeah. well they need someone who's okay. gonna have just a spark with the quarterback position they just need a spark like i mean yeah. I, I think even honestly one of one of my favorite players from like the past draft that you know he's now with He's with the Eagles, but Jalen Hurts. I thought that he would be a great pick for the Bears to pick him in the second round because I was like, that would be so that'd be a perfect spark. That would have been perfect. But then they didn't and they traded for Nick Foles, which is ridiculous. I still don't <laughs> understand that part. So you're like, yeah, yeah, we'll go trade for Nick Foles, who's gonna be like twenty plus million dollars for this dude who's terrible. Like he's not good he was good for like two seasons and that was it everywhere else he's dude been he won a on. super bowl for the eagles <laughs> yeah you want to know what he's so done with funny. anybody else nothing he's done nothing yet, i know like, i yeah, know dude, it's funny I, I still just don't understand the jaguars which i mean good on them because they ended up trading his terrible contract away <laughs> but yeah i didn't i just was so blown away i was like what are they doing like this is so dumb but I just, uh, yeah, so there's the Bears. The Bears could have drafted Justin Fields with that pick. And then, no, they just let him fall all the way to 24, to the Steelers. And I'm like, why? Why, why, why? 
And even at that point, I don't know if they, I don't even know if the Steelers would do that because they'd be like, they're already saying, yeah, we're trusting. Apparently, like two or three days ago, they were like, yeah, we're we're keeping Ben Roethlisberger and we're gonna have him play one more year. He's got it still in him, maybe even two more years. And I'm like, why? Why would you do that, Steelers? You're wasting all of your talent. But yeah, I, yeah, I have I, no idea. I yeah, I yeah, I think I th- it's. I do not think Justin Fields is going to drop to 24. I think, I that's think the lowest. That's I think ridiculous. the absolute lowest. And this is this is even a stretch for me. I think the absolute lowest that he goes is 15. Like that. that is, no, I agree with that you. Is, I agree with you. I think he's a top He's top 15 for yeah. sure. And the thing is, it's like, okay, and we had even said like Matt Ryan, you know, after this next year, he's probably going to get cut and go sign with someone else. The team that I had mentioned, the 49ers, they pick at, what, like 12 or 11? They need a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo's not good. And they just go, nah, we're good, and just pass on him. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah. I don't know. That that blew my mind. And then another one, I really like J.C. Horn. So for me, this, I was like, what? Uh, J.C. Horn falling all the way to 26 to the Browns. That one was, um, that one blew my mind. And the, I mean, on some big boards, he's literally the number one corner. And so I, I think for him, the lowest I think he's going to go is like 17, which is um, the Raiders. Like, even then, I think he, I think the lowest probably, to me, I think the lowest he's probably going to go is like 16 to the Cardinals. I think if the Cardinals are there, while yes, Kyler Murray made a whole big, like, spiel about how he wants an offensive line just like russell wilson um i think i think they really need corner really bad yeah yeah i think i i think jc horn i think that i mean you could make the argument he's the best corner on the draft i think it's patrick certain yeah certain whatever you want to call him um yeah certain 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 whatever whatever um same thing yeah um yeah and then, so yeah, I, I can I I think he'll go top twenty. I think that, yeah. and that's even a stretch. I think he'll go. I yeah, I think he'll go top twenty at, at the very um. At the very least, yeah. most I don't know, can't speak English right now, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think twenty six is a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Yeah, I I didn't really understand that, but, you know, Charles Casterly, um. You have a job at NFL Network for a reason, I guess. So maybe you know stuff that we don't, but <laughs> I, or maybe I, maybe he's just a scary guy, and the NFL Network is too scared to fire he, him. He is he is a pretty intimidating old man. I will say that. Yeah, dude. But <laughs> he's probably he's definitely one of those guys that sits on his front porch and just screams at kids to get off his lawn. Oh yeah, he's got a got a big like twelve gauge just chilling in his lap. But, yeah, um, yep. he's yeah, definitely one of those guys. That's Charles Casserly for you. Um, so, all right, we're going to get into the quarterback rankings. Um, I have mine as, like, for the 2021-2022 season, um, uh, and I'm not sure if you have yours for the past season or for this upcoming one. Um, but uh, we can just go ahead and start at 24. I'll, I'll – tell you what mine is mine is uh daniel jones uh with the giants i don't think he's that great um but i also don't think he's you know the bottom third of starting quarterbacks 
Um, he's he's not he's not that good, but you know, he's not terrible. <laughs> He's yeah, he's he's okay. I I also have Daniel Jones. Okay, nice. Um so yeah, he's he's interesting. He has the size to be a good quarterback. Yeah. But he's just not. <laughs> I think I think the I, other just, thing that I mean he just he threw he threw eleven touchdowns and ten interceptions and like that is not a good touchdown to, uh interception ratio. Bad. Um, Real bad. But the you know, the Giants are the Giants. Oh yeah. You know, they can just the Giants do whatever do they giant want. Giants things. Like trade up for yep, quarterback exactly. that nobody was gonna draft. Nobody was gonna draft him. They traded up one pick so they could get Daniel Jones. Still blows my mind. Yeah. I don't get that. But, it is pretty ridiculous. Yeah. The the uh, number one um, thing that runs my mind when I think of Daniel Jones is that really long run that he almost had a touchdown and then he tripped and fell. Every time. <laughs> Every time I think of Daniel Jones, that that's the only yeah. thing I think of because I'm like, oh, he was so close and then he fell. <laughs> Yeah, I think that that's uh, that summarizes his uh twenty twenty right there. Yeah. Um. All right. But yeah, for for twenty three for me, I have uh, Jalen Hurts. Okay. Um, I think. Yeah, I mean he he he's we we talked about him earlier. He's very, um, he had a, he had a very average year. Yeah. Um, he just didn't really. There wasn't anything where I was just like, "Wow, that is just—he is elite." Yeah. But he—he he wasn't horrible. Yeah. The good thing for him is that he can run. Um, I think that yes. obviously that helps, helps you as a quarterback. Time. Yeah. Um, if he if he wasn't able to run, I feel like he would be just—he would, would be another yeah. like Daniel Jones, Jameis Winston type Oof. of player. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, which is you know not great. Not, um. um Yes, yeah. at twenty three, I had Teddy Bridgewater with the Panthers. Um, Teddy's kind of one of those guys, and I made this joke before, but he is literally his last name is what he is. He is a bridge quarterback, and I don't. Yeah, he's not a franchise guy. So I think with the Panthers, I think they will probably draft someone. Um, in this draft, I don't know if they'll have him start, but I think that Teddy Bridgewater will probably play this year and then next year they'll probably let him go and let the rookie or it'll be his second year technically but they'll let the rookie who's going to get drafted this year i think start um so i i have teddy bridgewater he's not bad but kind of like daniel jones except for teddy bridgewater is a lot more careful with his passes he's a lot more accurate he doesn't force the ball down the field he just takes what's right in front of him which i think he learned a lot from drew Brees because Drew Brees was in his later part of his career, so he didn't, you know, yeet the ball down the field pretty much. But I think yeah, that's I feel like he's a bit, he's like a bit similar to Jalen Hurts. Yeah. Um, Just a lot less mobile. A, a, a tiny bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I think Hurts is more mobile, but it's, they're very, they have very similar stats. Like he threw for 15 yeah. touchdowns and 11 interceptions. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he wasn't Not the greatest. He wasn't so hot. Um, so yeah. number twenty-two, I I got Tua Tagovailoa. Um, here's what I'll say about Tua: I I don't like Tua. I don't think he's that good. And then, <laughs> um, he, I mean, his stats weren't terrible, but he also got benched twice um, because he didn't. Just like with Teddy Bridgewater, he didn't force the ball down the field. He didn't try to go for big shots. He didn't take those big plays. 
all that he did was he took the the small passes in front of him, and that's all that he did. He had 11 touchdowns, five interceptions. And the reason why he had that is because he didn't take any big shots. He didn't do anything special. And, like, the crazy thing about Tua is you would think that he's mobile, but he's not. He's not a mobile quarterback. He doesn't try to run. He gets out of the pocket, but that's about it. Like, he kind of reminds me of, like, an Aaron Rodgers, but even less, like, he doesn't, I don't know how to explain it very well, but basically he, he doesn't try to take those runs if it's open. But Aaron Rodgers does that, but Tua doesn't. And Tua's just like, eh, I'm okay. Like, Yeah, I, I think the thing with Tua, didn't, didn't in college, didn't he? He had a pretty gnarly injury, right? It was an ankle, right? Uh, I think it was his hip. I think he broke. Oh, yeah. Well, anyways, that's still like, you know, when he, he probably, I think he was a bit more mobile in college before he had that hip injury. Yeah. But I think that hip injury really, you know, takes a toll on him when it comes to being mobile. But yeah, I agree. I think. You know, the thing that, and we've, I don't know if we've talked about this before, but the thing with Tua is, is he, when it comes to college, and we've talked about, yeah, we talked about this with Mac Jones. It's like his receivers get open very easily. Oh and there's a lot, they don't have, the corners that they face didn't put as much cushion as they do in the NFL. Yeah. So obviously you can just throw it, and there's not a lot of, like, when it comes to the NFL, they, the, you don't have as much space to throw. You kind of just have to throw it, and then, yeah, that like be more. It has to be more perfectly placed than if you were to do it in college. Yeah, and so I, I don't think Tua has really. He's very hesitant when he throws. Yeah, because he's just too. He's too afraid, and so I think once he kind of gets over that and just realizes, okay, I kind of just have to throw this and kind of just take more risks then yeah. I think he'll be decently better. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't think he's like crazy outstanding. Yeah. Um, I think, okay, this is another thing that was funny. You sent me, you sent me a, I think it was over Twitter where you sent me a thing where it's like, oh yeah, Russell Wilson can like, they can just, uh, he can just get traded to the Dolphins for Tua. And I, when I, when you sent me that, I threw my phone across the room. I was like, there's no, I'm, if Russell Wilson gets traded for Tua Tagovailoa, I will disown I would. I would not. I won't be a Seahawks fan anymore. Oh, I will no. cry for a long period of time. <laughs> I will not be a Seahawks fan anymore because that is the worst trade ever. <laughs> I don't care how many picks you get. You're not. I don't want two on my team. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Dude. Okay. So what? One of the things, and this is something. Uh, like so, I watched a interview with Justin Herbert where he was on Pat McAfee's show, and Pat McAfee was like, "So how much more difficult?" is it in the NFL than it is in college? Because he's like, you know, in college, guys just get open easier. It doesn't take as much for them to get open. And Justin Herbert was like, yeah, like it, it is a lot harder. He's like, because, you know, in college, there's a lot more plays where guys just get wide open. And he's like, but in the NFL, obviously you get every once in a while, there's a big shot that you can take down the field. And he's like, but it's a lot more of a risk than – than like in college where it's just like, yeah, whatever. I'll just throw the ball super deep. Someone, someone will get open and it'll be fine. We'll get a huge play and a touchdown. And like, that's what I think Tua was used to. And then he was like, Oh my gosh, these windows are tiny. I don't know how to throw that small of a window. So he was just taking what was in front of him. And I mean, maybe he'll, you know, get out of that funk, but I don't see that one happening anytime soon. 
Yeah. One more quick thing about Tua is that, I mean, okay, if you look at Justin Herbert compared to Tua, look who Justin Herbert had for receivers, yeah. and look who Tua had at receiver for receivers. Yeah. Obviously, you have guys like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Hunter Henry. Yeah. Tua, who did Tua have? Yeah. Mike Gesicki, and other than Devontae that, Parker. maybe Devonte Parker. Like it was like. I would take Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and Hunter Henry any day over Mike Kosicki and Devontae Parker. Same. You know? So it's like, it's it, there was a bit of a difference, but also, like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, interesting. To his, yeah. It'll be interesting to see how he develops. Yeah. So, who um, for, for 20. I had Jared Goff. Oh, okay. Um, I had Jared Goff. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see how he does with the Lions. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I have no idea, especially, like, who knows if, like, Kenny Galladay will go back to the Lions, or Marvin Jones will go back to the Lions. I personally don't think they will. Mm -hmm. So, the Lions could, Jared Goff could be even a worse position than he was when he was in LA. So, I think the Lions are going to, if they don't get, like, Galladay or Marvin Jones back, they're going to (laughs) suck. Yeah, it's not going to be great. Um, I think they'll probably draft someone, personally. A quarterback? No, uh, wide out. I think they'll probably oh, yeah, wide yeah. out. I mean, they're at seven. Probably, There's yeah. going to be one of the top three guys. I think you have to. Yeah, no, I think so. I think, I'm pretty sure both of us, when we did our mock drafts, I'm pretty sure we both had a receiver going yeah, to the Lions. Sure. Um, All right, who'd you have for 21? Yeah. 21, I had my boy Ryan Fitzmagic. Ooh, nice um, yeah, I, I had Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, I think... Yeah, first of all, I think he's a very entertaining quarterback to watch. Yeah, because it's just I forget who were they pl- who were they playing when he had that like crazy. Th- I think well, it was okay, the Raiders, this is another right? Tua thing. Yes, it was the Raiders where he like they pulled out Tua in the fourth quarter and Fitzmagic was like, "All right, through that like it's go time. while getting face masked and everything." Yeah, oh. it was insane. I, I I think he's and he's just a like he's just a hard nose, like put his head down quarterback. Like he'll just take any hit. Yeah. Um, and his, his stats weren't horrible. Like in, in nine games, he had 13 touchdowns and eight interceptions, which is not not normally he has way more interceptions. Yeah, exactly. So (laughs) yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, is, is Fitz, is Fitzpatrick, is he a free agent or is he coming back to the dolphins? I think he might be a free agent. Let me check. Oh, he's a free agent. Is he? Okay. He is a free agent. Yeah, he is. I thought that he um, might. I wasn't 100 percent sure. Yeah, so I don't know if he'll be back with the Dolphins or not. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if he'll be back for the Dolphins, but uh, we'll see. Maybe how that goes. But yeah, I have 21. Fits magic. All right, I have Jalen Hurts at 21. Um, I mean, you pretty there much goes. talked a lot about him too, but I, I am interested to see how he is next year. I don't. I really hope there's a lot of people that are mocking like a, a quarterback to the Eagles, which I think would be actually stupid. Um, I, I don't, I don't see that at all. I see them taking a wide receiver. They're at that high of a pick. I think you have to take a wide receiver. I think you have to take someone that's actually going to, you know, make a difference in that terrible receiving group because they already released Deshaun Jackson. They're apparently also going to release Alshon Jeffrey so then it's like, well, you got Jalen Rager, Greg Ward, and uh, I don't even remember his name, the guy who was like actually not bad. Um, 
whenever Carson Wentz was yeah, in, but then no when Jalen Hurts came in, he was just like nowhere to be seen. Um, <laughs> but I, I think Jalen Hurts should be their guy next year, just just to see, you know, because why not? You know, if he's bad and you get a high pick, cool, you get a high pick next year. Like uh, that's that's how I look at it. It's like it's whatever. Like your your team is not good, no matter what. It's not. It's, it's a bad team. So. You just kind of got to suck it up and deal with it. Uh, yeah, I think it'll be a bit of a it's gonna be a a rebuild, rebuild like year next in a way. two or three years, I think, more than likely. Yeah, and I, th- I think, yeah, I think it's also just to not, like, QB controversy can either be a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah. Like, sometimes it could be a bit of a distraction of what you're actually, like, trying to accomplish, yeah. but also it's, like, For sure. it helps people compete better. But... I think it'll be good for Jalen Hurts to just not have anything to like any other quarterback to lose his job to oh, yeah. and like just kind of just focus on the team and like be their guy, yeah. you know, um, for at least a year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I at least hope so. he's good for fantasy because I have him. So, you know, that's that's what I hope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a risky pick. Right oh, there. yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's who I have at 21. At 20, um, I have Ben Roethlisberger. It's, it's it's Ben. I think he's at the later part of his career. I think this is probably his last year. I hope it's his last year because my goodness, he just needs to be retired. Um, but so yeah, I have him at twenty. I don't really have a whole lot to say. I don't think the Steelers are gonna be that great next year. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see who like if they bring back Juju or not. I don't think that, um, he, that he'll be back. I don't think they have the money for him. I think it's a big thing. Yeah. Yeah, um, I also have Big Ben at, at twenty. Um, he wasn't he he didn't he wasn't like horrible he couldn't throw last the year like he at all though. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, and he also have he also had good receivers like like yeah, surrounding him, like with Juju and and Claypool. He could throw him on pretty well last year. And Claypool I mean, could just go up and grab it. Like that's all that he had to do. Yeah, and and he also yeah, and Deontay Johnson was good too, and Eric Ebron yeah. like. He had a lot of weapons around him, um, but uh, yeah, I, I like you said. I don't. I don't have much on him either. Yeah. Well, who you got for uh, nineteen? Um, nineteen was. Uh, well, I did have Drew Brees. Yeah. But because I was doing end of twenty twenty, I'm like, who are the best quarterbacks after twenty twenty? Yeah. Or twenty twenty. Um, I have Drew Brees. Um, or. Um. Uh, yeah, I'll I'll just stick with retired guys. Yeah. I th- yeah, I think Drew Brees is gone. Um I think last year was just a very odd year for him cuz he was like injured and then he had that weird like lung collapse injury. Okay. I'm like, yeah. okay, this dude's 42 years old. Ribs, collapse lung like <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, dude, th- I think done. this is a sign that you should be done. Yes. <laughs> so, um so yeah, that's who I had at at 19. Okay. Um uh, I have Derek Carr at 19. Um, yeah, I mean, fair. one of the things that it blew my mind, I looked up some of his stats um, earlier today, and one of the things was he had eight fumbles lost. I don't know if you knew that. He lost eight fumbles as a quarterback. That is terrible. Like, that is – I think that led the league in lost fumbles this past year. And you're playing in a league with Daniel Jones. Like, that's that's ridiculous. And so I was like, okay. Yeah. Derek Carr, he had that one good year, 
And other than that, it has not been very good, not been very special. And, you know, it's just like, okay, well, <laughs> I think you're probably close to on your way out next year. Um, if they can get rid of you, they probably will. Um, but I, I don't, but it's also his weapons aren't that great. He has Nelson Aguilar. He has Darren Waller, which yes, Darren Waller is an absolute monster. Um, yeah, he's a, he's a baller. So they, I mean, Darren Waller, really good. Nelson Aguilar was actually surprisingly good this past year. He actually learned how to catch the ball. Um, sorry, Eagles fans. (laughs) Um, and then Henry Ruggs kind of, I'm not going to say he's a bust, but you know, definitely was disappointing. Um, John Ross 2.0. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was so scared for that. I was like, please just don't let any of the teams I even remotely kind of like, please don't let them draft him. But, um, (laughs) it's his first year. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll see. Um, but so that was number 19 for number 18. I have Matt Ryan with the Falcons. I don't think he's going to be that bad, but it's also because he has Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley. I think they'll probably either sign or draft a tight end. Um, I know, I know they're not going to get Kyle Pitts, but the next best guy is, I think his name is like Pat Fryermurth or Fryer something like that. Yeah, that yeah from Penn State. Yeah, I think. and he's a beast, and he would be the number one tight end if Kyle Pitts, you know, decided to go in as a wide receiver instead of a tight end. But um, I think that could be someone that they look to draft because Hayden Hurst wasn't really that great. I think he's a good number two tight end, but not a good number one tight end. Um, but I mean, he he's got weapons to throw to, so I think he'll have a decent year next year. Um, I don't think it'll be that bad. But and also, I kind of like Matt Ryan. I hope for the best for him. I just don't. I think he's on the downward of his career. So, yeah, yeah. Um, was that your number nineteen or 18? eighteen? Okay, um, eighteen. I got Joey Burrows. Um, yeah, I like I like Joe Burrow. I think he, yeah, he would have been like. Probably, he probably would have battled for rookie of the year with Justin Herbert yeah. if he didn't get injured. Yeah. Um, he was looking pretty good. Yeah, he was. Um, so I think the Bengals have a bright future at quarterback. I think. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like Joe Burrow a lot. I think he's. I mean, he was a stud at LSU. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, and he was playing really well at the beginning of the season until he hurt his leg. So yeah. that was kind of a bummer for for the Bengals. Completely but. Torn. Yeah. Exactly. He just. Yeah out for the Dang season boy. for sure um yeah so so yeah i like joe burrow and he's my number 18 nice you got for seven um and then 17 i put another retired guy phil rivers nice um but he he's obviously not gonna play this year so um he's yeah i th- I, i've never been a big phil rivers fan i uh-huh. the dude can't throw the ball deep for his life nope. Um, and I'm just not a big fan of that. Even though he's motion of all time. Yeah, it's like he taped. It's like he taped his arm to his whole body, and he like tries to throw like that. Yeah. Um. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, he he didn't have like horrible stats, but I just I don't know. He and he can't he he can't run for his life. No, he's just the dude 
has yeah he's as immobile as they come um so yeah that's who i have at 17 who do you have at 17 uh, i have jared goff um okay. the reason why is i don't see him as like a terrible quarterback but he's not great so i think he's in that like yeah he's good he's okay but he's not fantastic i but i mean to me i'm like okay i see him as he's better than all the other guys that i put in there um but i, I mean he's he's not that bad but he's also not that good so <laughs> that's 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 why i have him at 17 i think he could end up being decent uh i think a good thing for him is just getting out of la um putting him in detroit i think isn't really that bad of a move for for him um so um that's who i have at 17 um, I, well i think his yeah. what were you i think say? his his no his situation and i think he had a better like overall team in la than he does in detroit oh yeah i do too um and i think obviously like he had better weapons in la than now he does in detroit so i don't know if it's like a better situation for him like if he like well apparently wanted him, to win him and sean mcveigh apparently did not get along so for me i'm like yeah okay. that's interesting i i think if because uh, i i guess i guess it all like stemmed from the super bowl and where basically they couldn't put any points up and Sean McVay was, like, super upset because he's like, I have this great offense, and you can't learn how to run it, blah, 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 blah. And so, because of that, yeah. you know, obviously he gets all upset, which makes sense. Um, but, yeah, so that's who I have at 17. At 16, I have Kirk Cousins. Um, I honestly only have Kirk Cousins as high because of his weapons. Um, yeah. I think he's an average quarterback, but I think because of his weapons, um, he plays above average. I mean, you get Justin Jefferson, you know, he's he was second in Offensive Rookie of the Year, which, in my opinion, he deserves second. He doesn't deserve first. All these stupid little Vikings fans who got all upset. So dumb. Um, <laughs> I was like, dude, listen, I get it. Just, Justin Jefferson broke one team rookie record. Would you like to know what Justin Herbert did? He broke like six NFL rookie records. So, shut your mouth. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, Kirk Cousins as him. He has Adam Thielen, Irv Smith. He's got Dalvin Cook, who's top three running back when healthy. Um, so, I don't know. I, I have him at 16. Who do you have? Um, I got Derek Carr at 16. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I think with Derek Carr, I, I mean, we already, we already talked about him a bit, but like his his stats weren't bad either. He he fumbled the ball a lot, yeah. and he just yeah. I I don't know. I think he's I think he's a good leader. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I think yeah. I don't know. I feel like I don't. I, yeah. I don't know how I feel about Derek Carr yet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I. Yeah. It'll it'll be interesting how the Raiders are and. Yeah what they do at quarterback next year or two. Um, so yeah, that's who I have at um, 16. Yeah. Um, at 15, mm -hmm. I got uh, Kirk Cousins. Okay. One, um, one spot and difference. Yeah. Like, what? Is it just, just one spot difference? Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, he, 
his he threw 35 touchdown passes last year, mm-hmm. which I you know that's pretty good. And yeah, he yeah like what like what you talked about. He has a lot of weapons. Like you know Justin Jefferson was an absolute stud last year, and Adam Thielen is is a very reliable receiver. And yeah, yeah, and obviously when you have yeah Dalvin Cook in your backfield, it's makes quarterback a lot easier. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, that's why I have it 15. Not a lot to okay. really say about that because we. Um, I have. Or you? I have Joe Lewis Burrow ones, but... at 15. Yeah, I got Joe Burrow at 15. Hmm. Um, like you were saying, I think Bengals have a really bright future. Um, I. The only thing is, um, the offensive line sucks. Um, so I think they need to get somebody in the draft. Um, I mean. It'd be really good for them if Panay Sewell drops to them in the draft, but if the Dolphins are there at three, I don't think he gets past number three. Um, but yeah, I I have Joe Burrow there. He's really good. I just hope that his knee ends up holding, like ends up uh, holding up. So I mean, he tore his ACL, MCL, and I think his PCL. I mean, he tore everything in his knee. Yeah. So his knee is non-existent. Yeah. So they had to repair the entire thing. Um, so, so I got at 15 at 14, I have Baker Mayfield. Um, I wanted to rank him higher, but to me, and there's like some people who are just really weird about all of it, but, but Baker, um, until they figure out what they're going to do with Odell, I don't want to rank him any higher because he could easily be top 12. I think, I think he could be a top 12 quarterback. But I think he's right on that edge of being a top twelve quarterback, um, and I, I like him as a player. I love his commercials; they crack me up. Um, I love his confidence, honestly. Like it, it I love that so much because it's like he's cocky, but he's also like he's fun. So I, I don't know. I've always liked players like that. I mean, one of my favorite fighters of all time is Conor McGregor, and Conor McGregor is like cocky but funny. So. Um, but yeah, I like Baker. He's got a decent arm. I think this past year he was kind of screwed by all the weather stuff that happened with Cleveland. I don't know if you saw any of those games, but they were like, they had three straight home games and all three of them, the wind was like 30 miles an hour or faster. Like, so you can't yeah, they, they need a double the ball. So, yeah, but yeah, so that's who I have. Who do you got? Um, for 14, is that uh, yeah. what we're on? Um, fortunate to have Matt Ryan. Okay. Um, yeah, I, he's, he's 36, I think. Yeah. He's 36 yeah. years old and, um, you know, he's getting up there in age. I think he's got probably one or two more years left in him. Yeah. And like you talked about, you know, he has some, he has some dudes and Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Those guys are studs. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know how the, uh, yeah, they. Uh, other than that, they don't really have Falcons. Don't really have anything else going for them. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I like Matt Ryan. I think he'll be decent. That's why I probably have him. I probably, yeah. I honestly probably have him a bit too high. I think he's more like in between fifteen and twenty. But I yeah. think he's, yeah, I, I think yeah. he's got a, a year or two left in him. Uh, so yeah, um, and then yeah. Are we, yeah, and right, uh, 13, I have uh, Matt Stafford. Um, 
Oh wait, you were delayed. Um, okay. Yeah, I got I got Matt Stafford at thirteen. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I th- I like him with the Rams. I think uh, he, yeah, I think he he's got. I think he's yeah. I think he's in a better situation with the Rams, at least to win. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if like, if you compare like Detroit's when he had when he was on Detroit, their receivers compared to LA's receivers, like I I, I don't think, know how much like I think he's in a better situation, and the number one reason why is, while I think the receivers I think as a whole are better only slightly. Um, I think the offense is better, um, and I just think the team around him is a lot better. The defense is significantly better than what he ever had, really, in Detroit, um, even though his previous head coach for the last three years was a defensive-minded head coach, and he couldn't hit on anything defensively. Um, so I, I I do think Matthew Stafford's probably in a, in a better situation. Not probably. I think he's in a way better situation for him, and I think – Sean McVay is about to make Matthew Stafford like blow up pretty much. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I would, I would agree with you. I think he is thinking about it now. I think he's in a better situation for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's why I have a thirteen. Okay. I, I have Ryan Tannehill. Um, he's kind of, kind of like how I think about Baker is he's right on the edge. Obviously, he's at thirteen of being top twelve guy. Um, but I just don't think he's quite there. I know there's been a lot of stats of like he has stats comparable to Patrick Mahomes and him and Patrick Mahomes have like a similar winning percentage and all this other kind of stuff. I'm like, yes, I understand that, but it's, I don't know. Ryan Tannehill, I don't think by next year, I don't think he's going to be a top 10 guy. I think he had like a top 10 season this past season. Um, but also like super quietly. Um, Titans are one of those teams where I just feel bad for them because they get like no publicity. And then AJ Brown was kind of their only bright spot. And then and then they're like, oh yeah, Derrick Henry's really good too. But they only noticed Derrick Henry at like the end of the season, pretty much. Um, but yeah, so I run Tannehill at thirteen. Um, and now into the top twelve, and this one is. Whenever I was saying in the intro, of like there's probably a couple players that are in spots people don't think they should be in. Um, again, this is my 2020, 2021, or no, sorry, my 2021, 2022 season predictions of like who I think will be where they are. Um, number 12, I have Carson Wentz. Um, I really like Carson Wentz. I think he's in a significantly better place. Um, if you think about his almost MVP season, um, which I think if he didn't get hurt, he wins MVP that year. Um, he had one of the best offensive lines in the entire NFL, and he's going to a team that has one of the best offensive lines in the entire NFL. He's going to uh, Frank Reich, who, like I said before, was his offensive coordinator and you know made him that almost MVP winner. Um so I, I I really like Carson Wentz. I think he's a top twelve guy. Uh I agree with you. I didn't put Carson Wentz in my top twenty four, which I probably should have, like, um if I was doing this right. Um but 
I'm not because I'm an idiot. Um, so uh, at number 12, oh, wait. Yeah, I agree with you with all about Carson Wentz. We've mm-hmm. already talked about that, so I don't really need to go on more about that. Um, number 12, I have uh, Dak Prescott. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason I only, I, the reason I, I would have put him a bit higher, the only reason I have Dak Prescott at 12 is because, you know, coming off that injury that he had was pretty nasty. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was like his ankle was like completely hanging off. It was gross. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the the reason I put him at 12 is just kind of the same reason that like I'm a bit scared to put him higher because Carson Wentz, when he had his injury and he came back, he looked off. Yeah. I I hope that that won't be the case for Dak Prescott. Everyone everyone responds to injuries differently. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how he responds to that. Um so I that's why I have him at twelve. Other than that, I'll probably have him in my top ten. Yeah. Probably at like nine or ten. Yeah. But uh so yeah, I got Dak Prescott at twelve. Nice. Um and then moving up to eleven, right? Yeah. Is it my turn still? Yeah. Um Number 11, I have uh, Baker Mayfield. Um, I think, yeah, like what you were talking about earlier, I think he's just, he's a definition of an absolute gamer. I mean, he's <laughs> hes confident. He's a bit cocky, like what you said, but he's also, yeah, he just, he's hes a baller. I, I like him a lot. And obviously he has, they played pretty well last year. And yeah, um, yeah and I think like with, uh, He's got Jarvis Landry and wait, is Landry Landry's not a free agent, is he? I don't believe so. Yeah. Um, and then he's got Odell and he's got um who's he who's um they have one more uh, guy. Richard Higgins, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, Higgins and then they also have don't they have David Njoku? They do, but I wouldn't be surprised if he got released. I think it's Austin Hooper that you're thinking of. Yeah, Austin Hooper. That's who it was. Sorry, I was totally blanking oh, on good. him. Yeah, Austin. Yeah, they got Austin Hooper, and yeah, I think that I think the Browns will be they'll be good next year. I'm excited yeah. to watch them play. Um, but yeah, I got Baker at eleven. Uh, yeah, I I have a uh, division rival uh, at eleven of Baker. I have Lamar Jackson. Um, Ooh, okay. Which is, like like I said, there's a couple of guys that I know people are probably like why. Um, Reason why I have Lamar here is I his MVP season was really good, and but the thing with his MVP season is uh, I mean he re- he really honestly he was great, but he could not throw the ball deep. It just was the big thing, and to me, until he gets to that point where he throws the ball deep and it's accurate and it's actually you know like legitimately solid i don't think he's ever going to be a top 10 quarterback to me and that's kind of harsh but even after his mvp season i was like okay yeah i mean his his throwing he had he had 36 touchdowns which is great but if you watched him play a lot of it was roll out to the left roll out to the right and throw a five yard pass into the end zone after running the ball for 70 yards pretty much I mean, he had 36 touchdowns, but with 3,100 yards. So obviously he didn't stretch the ball down the field a lot. It wasn't like as if he really made big plays. And that was in his MVP season. This past year, he had 26 touchdowns, 2,700 yards. 
uh, nine picks. But then it's like obviously like not looking at his rushing. It's not as good. This past year he had a thousand rushing yards, seven touchdowns. Um, and like, again, he's a good quarterback. I think he's a great quarterback, but to me, until he can throw the ball deep accurately, I don't think he'll ever be a top 10 quarterback to me. Um, and just because of that, it's, it's hard for me. Cause I'm like, you can't, your team can't win with you just throwing dink and dunk passes every single down and you just trying to run and scramble and, you know, it's just hard for me because I'm like, okay, you're a great athlete. You do a lot, but you can't do the one thing that basically is a necessity as a quarterback. And I think all of my top 10 guys, they all have that special, they can throw the ball deep accurately. Um, so I think that's why I have Lamar at 11. Isn't the thing with Lamar Jackson though? Isn't isn't that kind of how their their offense is run though? Because don't they run like a they? I mean, if you have a Lamar Jackson, you, you kind of have to run like a read option type of offense, and don't they do that? They so then they do. But so the, the other thing yeah. is, is so Hollywood Brown, and I mean I could pull up his stats right now, but um, Marquise Hollywood Brown, he <laughs> I just remember earlier in the season. Um, I mean, he, he complained a lot about him not getting the ball nearly as much. And I think that the, the thing about Lamar is he just was too scared to throw the ball deep. And this year, Holly Brown, he had a hundred targets, but he had 58 receptions. So already that's half of his targets were either they, they were bad passes, which is my guess. They're bad passes inaccurate they either went way too shallow and didn't get to him or they just weren't good he had 58 receptions 769 yards his long was 70 yards which if i remember that play it was it was a 10 yard pass and hollywood brown just ran out ran everybody out like he just was totally all by himself just outran everybody and so i don't know i just when I had to watch the Ravens games this past year, all I saw was Lamar would look deep, see that Hollywood Brown was open, and he would just check it down because he didn't think that he could pass it that far or pass it accurately that deep. And so it's just, for me, that is that is the reason why. Is like, yes, they did make it to where it was just short passes, but they also had Willie Sneed and Hollywood Brown running deep routes, and they never got the ball deep. So, yeah. Yeah. And I think that that was, was you know, with me, though. Yeah. I think with Lamar Jackson, I mean, that was one of the knocks that he got coming out of college is that he can't throw the ball very well. Yeah. Um, Obviously, you know, it's a lot easier to throw short passes than it is to throw deep. And so, yeah, I I think, yeah, I I still think he's a top 10 quarterback just because of how the I've never seen that fast of a quarterback. The dude is so freaking fast. Yeah. Um, And obviously, they didn't do like, it's not like they were unsuccessful at throwing the ball short. I mean, they, you know, they, they've made it to the playoffs pretty much. Uh, is it every year he's been quarterback? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's not like he's a not 
horrible, but he, yeah, I think that's one thing he needs to improve on is, is throwing the ball deep, especially when you guys, when you have guys like Marquise Brown and, and Willie Sneed, yeah. who are, you know, deep threat guys. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So, Lamar at 11, at number 10, I have Matthew Stafford. Um, and the reason why I have him there is I think he's about to have a career year. He's already had great seasons with the Lions, but I think this is the best team he's ever been put in. He's got a solid O-line. He has a three-headed monster of running backs with Cam Akers leading the way. Um, and then his receiving core is pretty great. I think they're more than likely, I think they're letting Gerald Everett walk. So Tyler Higby is going to be the guy at tight end. He's a pretty solid tight end. And then you have the defense to also help you. And that that was another thing for me with Matthew Stafford is like, he's always had those big counting stats of like, oh my gosh, like he's thrown for a ton of yards. He's thrown for a ton of touchdowns, but he's never had that defense. that's also been able to stink and help him and hold people to not a whole lot of points. So uh, I just, I think this is the best situation that he's been in. I mean, this past year he had 4,000 yards, 26 touchdowns and 10 picks. Um, and I mean, he had Kenny Galladay for two games this past season, and everybody else was – I mean, Marvin Jones had a great year, but Marvin Jones is not a number one guy. He's a number two wide receiver. And so I, I just – I think this next year he's about to have a great year, and so that's why I have him at number 10. Yeah, I'm excited to watch the Rams play. It'll be fun. I'm excited for Rams fans to finally have a good quarterback. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Yeah, who you got? Um, number ten, I have my boy Kyler Murray. Okay, um, nice. I, I I like watching Kyler Murray play. Same. I think he's super fun to watch. Um, the dude's so quick, and he's just so like, he, I thought he he ran pretty well this year, and he, he, I think he he can work a little bit more on his passing, but I still think he I I love watching him like just that short of a guy throw the ball is just i don't know i find it very like entertaining and satisfying in a way and he's i don't know he's he's good i think you know having deandre hopkins definitely helps oh my um and so yeah i'm i'm excited it'll be the cardinals are an interesting team because you know you have hopkins you have kyler murray and then you know their defense isn't like horrible but like they should. They definitely need to. Doesn't help them. They win definitely have games, holes. What? That it definitely doesn't help them win any games. No, 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 no. I, they, and that's what I was saying is like they definitely have some holes that they need to fill. Yeah. But, there. But yeah, I, I like Kyler Murray. I think he's and it's only his. This is this will be his what third year in the NFL. Yeah. Um. So I'm I'm excited to see him like grow and improve. Yeah. Um, same. And yeah, I'm I'm excited for the for the Cardinals and for Kyle Murray. So I have Kyle Murray at ten. You got a nine. Um, nine. I got our boy Justin Herbert. Yes, sir. Um, I think he had a terrific rookie year last year. Um, the dude is. Even though I went to Oregon, he's a he's yeah, a he did. good really good quarterback. Um, <laughs> he has an absolute gun for an arm. Um, he. The Chargers are, they got a lot going with them right now. Um, it'll be interesting to see how 
how different the offense is with with a new coach and like whole new staff and everything. Um, so, but yeah, I still think Herbert is he's a stud. He's good, and I'm yeah, I have him at nine. Yeah. So I also have Herbert at number nine, um, and just like all the stuff that you said, um, I mean, greatest rookie campaign of all time at a quarterback position. So, um, I I think that future is really bright with the Chargers, which is you know different to say because um, normally it's oh gosh, how much longer do we have Philip Rivers? Um, but now we get. Uh, Justin Herbert, who has been doing a lot more uh, interviews lately, which I absolutely love Um, because you actually get to hear him talk and explain himself. And he's like, yeah, I'm a pretty calm guy unless I'm playing football. So which was a big knock on him. But which did did you see his interview with Pat McAfee? Yes, I loved it. It Did you did you see the part? Did you see the part where he, uh, where Pat McAfee mentions Tyrod Taylor and he he, oh, like, he tries not to laugh? Totally tried not to smile. It was so, it was so funny, in, and I was like, "Yeah, good job." Because otherwise, that could have been interesting. <laughs> it was so funny. I love Pat McAfee. Anyways, continue. Oh, you're good. Um, so yeah, so I have it number nine, number eight. Uh, I have Kyler Murray. All the stuff that you said is exactly how I feel. He's a lot of fun to watch. Um with a quarterback being as short as he is and also ex- as explosive as he is. Um, I love it. Um, also one of my all time favorite pictures is someone shrunk down Kyler Murray even more and made him into like a really, really, really tiny guy throwing the ball. And I absolutely love it because they did the same thing with Tyreek Hill. Um, and just made him even shorter and it just cracks me up every time I see it. Um, but I mean, He's such a good quarterback, and he has such a bright future, and so do the Cardinals, as long as Cliff Kingsbury figures out what he's trying to do with the team. Um, but I I really like Kyler Murray. I think the fact that you have DeAndre Hopkins, who I think this past year was kind of on slightly a revenge tour. Um, it was just Moss and everybody catching literally anything that came near him. Um, and I freaking loved it. Um but yeah, so I've I've Kyler Murray at number eight. Who you got? Um, at number eight, I have uh, Ryan Tannehill. Okay. Um, he played pretty well. He played pretty good this year. Yeah. Um, he threw for almost four thousand yards, thirty-four touchdowns, and he only had eight interceptions. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was good. Um, obviously, when you have Corey Davis and AJ Brown, um, yeah, with you and there and Derrick Henry and. The Dolphins, I mean, not the Dolphins. The Titans are a good team. They're very good. I think their defense is good. Um, yeah. Their offense is is good. So I, I, yeah, I think Tanhill just needed, after being at the Dolphins for so long and just being very blah, yeah. I think he just needed a new a new team. And, and I think the Titans have done a great job of, of building and kind of rebuilding or regrouping, just getting better players and, better defense better offense and so i think yeah i think they'll be they'll be decent next year yeah so that i have 10 hill at eight all right um and then number seven um i got lamar jackson okay uh kind of we kind of already talked about lamar jackson so i don't really need to do, need to go much into it okay. um but yeah so that i have lamar jackson at seven uh i have i have dak prescott at number seven um i i mean 
I had kind of talked about him a little bit before with the whole Russell Wilson and Dak Prescott theory. Um, but I think Dak Prescott is really solid. Um, I mean, the only times they're really in any football games this past year was whenever Dak Prescott was not injured and he had to throw like 500 passing yards every single game for them to even slightly be in the game. Um, so I, I think Dak Prescott, to me, is super solid. I really like him. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's who I have at seven. Um, at number six, I have Russell Wilson. Um, and it, to me, the, the reason why I have him at six, and you can, to me, you can kind of switch number six and number five and it'd be fine for me, uh, for my rankings. But the reason why I have him at six is honestly because of how they run their offense. He doesn't really get that chance to throw the ball as much as he probably wants to. Um, kind of gets stuck in the offense that Pete Carroll wants to run, which is just running the ball, and that's pretty much it. Um, but Russell Wilson is a game changer. He's one of those guys that he wins you games, um, which I think – kind of everybody in like the top 10 for me does that um he'll win you games that you probably shouldn't be winning unless you have just a complete difference maker on offense um so yeah that's who i have at number six who you got um i also have russell wilson um i and the reason i have russell wilson is just because he's getting up there in age and i think yeah i feel like if, if you were to ask me two years ago, I think he'd be a top three quarterback. Oh, yeah. um, and, you know, he's, and, and especially like the way he ended last year was a bit interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I kind of, that's why I have him at six. Um, yeah. I think we've already talked about Russell Wilson before. And first, first like five weeks of the season, he threw for 19 touchdowns and only had three interceptions. Yeah. And then, he, then, from week seven to eighteen, he threw twenty-three touchdowns and eleven interceptions. Yeah. So it was a bit of an interesting. Um, he kind of just not f- flipped to one eighty, but it was. He definitely, you could tell like there were some things that were getting into his head, or he was injured or whatever, but he kind of fell off a bit. Yeah. Um, because yeah, first first five weeks of the season, he was clear MVP. Um. Yeah, for sure. So yeah. Seattle, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how Seattle does next year, um, especially because they just need to improve on defense as well, and obviously offensive line. Sure. So that's what I have at six. Um, number five, I have Josh Allen. Um, I th- For me, you could either flip four and five. Um, but uh, yeah, Josh Allen, uh, he's he's fun to watch. He's Yes, he is. The dude... I didn't realize coming out of college. I didn't realize how mobile he was, but the dude's pretty mobile. Oh my god! For for, for his height and for how big he is, he's pretty mobile. And so, and he has obviously he has an absolute gun for an arm. Oh yeah. Um, and adding Stephon Diggs was huge for the Bills. Yeah. So. Um, and so, so yeah, I got Josh Allen at, uh, five. Five. I think he'll be pretty. I think he'll be. He's he's still he's he's still improving, and I think he's still he, he's going to be. I this is kind of a hot take, but might not be. But I think he'll be MVP within the next five six years. 
I, I honestly thought he could have been MVP this past year. Um, yeah. If he would have had just a slightly better season, I think. Um, like, because he had, he had a little bit of, like, in the middle of the season, they had kind of like a little bit of a dull moment of not a whole lot going on. Um, I think if he wouldn't have had that, I think he probably would have been MVP. Um, one of the best years in Bill's history. So I think that that's, that's a good pick at number five. Uh, I got, I got Tom Brady. Um, and this is, again, this is for next year's rankings. And this is just me thinking, uh, more than likely, which kind of would stink to see. I don't see Chris Godwin going back to the Buccaneers. Um, they got to pay Shaquille Barrett, which I think, is sadly more of a priority whenever it comes to a team is you got to get that edge rusher and the guy who is a difference maker on the edge because the other guy that you have is Jason Pierre-Paul who's older who's going to start slowing down probably this year and so I think Tom Brady is going to lose um, Chris Godwin um, and that's you know one weapon that gets taken out of the offense but I think Tom Brady I'm not saying that he's going to fall off a cliff like how Max Kellerman always says. This is the year he falls off a cliff or whatever. Um, but I think he is going to take a little bit of a step back. I mean, the dude's almost 45 years old. Like, you can't play at near MVP levels this much, like for that long. So it's like, okay, at some point he's he's going to be he's going to be done. So, um, but I, I think that's. I have him at five, um, but and then I'll go number four. I've got Josh Allen, so just switch by one position. Um, I think Josh Allen is great. All the stuff that you said, I completely agree with. Um, he's super solid. Um, but then with Stefan Diggs, I think it's great. I think something that they do need to look at in the draft more than likely, um, just like kind of with the um, – with the Falcons, they need a tight end. They don't really have much at tight end. They have like Dawson Knox, who's okay. Um, but even in free agency, they could look at Hunter Henry if they want, um, which would kind of stink uh, for Chargers fans. Um, but I think another option they could possibly look at is David Njoku. I think he's probably going to get released by the Browns, and that would be interesting to have a freak athlete like that as a tight end for Josh Allen. Um, but yeah, so I got Josh Allen at four. Yeah, um, I got for number four. I have Deshaun Watson. Um, this is an interesting one because who knows what is going to go on with Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Um, I think the only way he doesn't make this list if he doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll. I still think he'll be like a top five quarterback no matter where he is. Yeah. Um, I mean because even with the Houston Texans, he still played really well with it. And and it's not like the Houston Texans offense was horrible, but they just they didn't have a run game and I mean they did have Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. Um and those are two decent receivers, but other than that they pretty much had nobody. Yeah. Um so so yeah. Um yeah, I don't I have no idea what they're gonna do with Deshaun Watson if he even plays or not, or if they trade him or whatever. Yeah. So but either way, I, th- I still think he'll be 
top five. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I have him at number four. At number three, I have Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Um, I am still surprised. I mean, okay, if you look at what Tom Brady did, he went to a completely new team, mm-hmm. new coaches, new player, new everything, and he ended up winning a Super Bowl. I mean, that's pretty impressive. And at the age of forty-three, I mean, come on. Oh my gosh. That's it is impressive. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's st- he's still human. And he's still, he's going to be 44 next year, right? Yeah, 44. Or he'll still be 43. I have no idea. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see, like, because I'm just still, I think everyone is so surprised on how, how he's playing at the age of 43 is insane. Oh my gosh, yeah. 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 So I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how he'll be next year, if I'm being honest. Uh, He's old, but yeah. Um. Yeah. Is it still my turn? Uh, or no? No, three. No, it's mine. Um, so number three, yeah. I have Deshaun Watson. Um, and in parentheses, I said as long as he plays, and then I put Houston Texans question mark. Um, just to you know, give you some insight on what I think or don't know what to think <laughs> at this point with him. Um, I think as long as he plays, he'll be a top three quarterback. I mean. He's got a big arm. He's accurate. He's mobile. He's smart. Um, I mean, I think. I mean, I I view him and Aaron Rodgers very similarly. They're both really great improvising quarterbacks. Deshaun Watson is obviously a little more mobile <laughs> than Aaron Rodgers is, uh, like a little bit faster. Um, but I I I love Deshaun Watson. Um, he's been one of my favorite quarterbacks since he was at Clemson. Um, and I think he's just getting better and better every year. I mean, the Texans had no business winning four games this past year. They had no business. There was no reason why they should win four games. I think probably they should have won like two. Um, if that, because if they didn't have Watson, I don't think they would have won very many games, even though they only won four. Um, but yeah, so I got Sean at three. At number two, I've got Aaron Rodgers um, coming off an MVP season. Um, obviously, I still think he's great. He's top three quarterback. I love watching him. Um, I've met the guy. He's a pretty cool dude. Um, but he's also, you know, just like with Tom Brady, he's not as old as Tom Brady, but he's getting up there in age. Um Unless the Packers go out and get, you know, like a, I think if somehow they get like an Allen Robinson, I'd be absolutely amazed. But I think if they get like a Will Fuller, I think somehow the Packers would even get better on offense and um, he'd have another career year, I think. Um, but yeah, that's who I got at number two. Who you got? Um, number two, I'm still debating this myself um, because I think you kind of have to look at it it's like as if like okay what what it depends on what they do in the offseason so for example if the chiefs you know get improve their offensive line in the offseason then i would probably put patrick mahomes yeah at number one but if aaron Rodgers, if if the packers grab another receiver then i would choose aaron Rodgers at one yeah so my gut feeling is right now is at number two i'll put patrick mahomes mm-hmm. um just because I just think Aaron Rodgers, the, the, this is, 
if you look at Aaron Rodgers, okay, in in twenty sixteen, wait, what the heck? Never mind. I take that back. I mean, this year he threw for fifty three touchdowns and he only threw for six interceptions. Yeah. Um, I mean that's an insane ratio. Yeah. Um, and he's got some, and 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 the fact that he threw for like almost five thousand yards, fifty three touchdowns, six interceptions, and he only and other than Devonte Adams, you they really don't have anyone else that's like crazy good. Yeah. Unless I'm forgetting someone. Uh, they have Allen Lazard, um, but yeah, but he's he, he's kind of one of those. He's guys. he's not. He yeah. be a solid. He's not. He's not bad. Guy. He's he's getting better for sure. Yeah. But um. So yeah, that was kind of my one-two and a very, uh, confusing and just kind of rambling way. Oh yeah, no, you're good. Um, um yeah, number one, I have Patrick Mahomes. I mean, obviously, with me living in Missouri, I see every single one of his games, whether I want to or not. Um, and so, obviously, I get to watch him a ton. And, I mean, this past year was really weird. Um, it almost seemed like half the time the Chiefs weren't even trying and they were still winning games. Um, but, I mean, just watching him is so fun. And it is crazy to watch him play. He, I mean... I think number 100 on top 100 plays of this past NFL year uh, was Mahomes' incomplete pass in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's hilarious. So it's like, he's just that good. He's that fun to watch. And uh, I don't know. I, I'm i excited to see what they do this offseason. I think it could be really good. But there's also that option of uh, they could mess everything up and not get him an offensive line. But I hope they don't do that. Um, but yeah, so that's who I got at uh, good old number one. Um, Sweet. So I think that's going to be it. But for uh, next week, um, we'll be ranking our top 24 running backs. And, uh, you know, I think that one's going to be a little bit more difficult because there's a lot of guys where I think are possibly overrated, possibly underrated. Um, but yeah. Uh, thanks for joining me, man. Yeah, thanks for having me, bro. It was fun. Yeah, no problem. All right, well, that's going to be it. So you guys have a great weekend, a great week, and peace out. Peace.